Hello, hello. Hello. Hi. Hello. Hi. Uh, welcome to another episode <laughs> of Uninformed. Hey, we're yeah. here. Welcome, everyone. Um, hey. Hey. <laughs> I think that's how we feel on this Thursday. We're all yeah. slightly confused. End of the week. A little bit uninformed. Uh, slightly confused. Yeah. yeah. Just, uh, just ready to start days. the show. Um, Normal day for us. Wait, we're live on the internet right now? We're live on the internet right now. Oh, um, I do want to shout out Enzo for being here. He didn't fall asleep on the couch today. Enzo! Yeah, good job. Go Enzo. Uh, yeah, who wants to do shout outs? It's really nice to see that uh, uh, Lindsay yeah, we got, yeah, we have Lindsay's here. Rican Havoc is here. He was the first one to comment. Hey, Rican. We got Simon. We have Aaron. Hi, Aaron, my love. Hey, Aaron. And welcome all seven of you that are currently here. Hopefully that times is by a hundred, but you know, that'd be nice. Thinking. One day. <laughs> One day. Uh, before we start, I'll give you guys in the comments are if you're watching and you will have access and don't want to be shy uh, to think of a topic for us to add to the bowl today, mm -hmm. like a couple minutes. And think those of you all in audio well. land too. In audio land, yeah, hit us up, make yeah. leave comments, tell us things. Hello, hello, hi Renee, hi, hi Renee. Renee. And if you're watching, hit that like button right now. Hit the like, <laughs> yeah. Uh, the like. Does anyone have any okay. new updating news or anything since anything happened on Tuesday? I don't think I have one fucking thing to say. Nope. I watched I watched Mission Mission Impossible earlier. Was, was it a new one? Yeah, yeah the, the new, new one. one came out. You know, yeah. I'm just not into that. Yeah. Either. It was, Apparently, yeah. it was very Scientology coded. It was a lot of. It was. There was a lot. Hmm. There's a lot. There's just a lot. lot. All right. I don't see anything coming in, so I think that we should just get her going. You know. Yeah. Start the first yeah. one at least. Be so shy, folks. Get that bowl shaking ASMR. Where's Joe Five D? Yeah. Where's Joey? Sweet Joey. Probably cooking something special. The Lord's cooking and mowing the grass. You. Oh, great. The topic here mm. is porn. Ooh. Porn. Who wants to start? With a P or a C? P oh. With a P. Uh, oh. Or are we okay. supposed to say corn? Cornhole. Or is that just TikTok? I think it's just TikTok. I'm sorry. I think it's just TikTok. Yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, is it okay. porn or porn? Porn. I think porn is a double-edged sword. I think that it's great that people can go and watch it and relieve themselves, especially if I'm sleepy and have a headache. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But then, like, also there's people out there who use it really harmfully and it becomes, like, a drug to them and an addiction. And I think that that's really shitty and sucks. But I also think that what I don't like about porn is how unrealistic a lot of porn is. And it makes a lot of people, especially younger generations who are, you know, exposed to it younger. They, it's the internet. You can literally get to any weird website you want to these days from your phone. Um, and I think that if you watch that without having, you know, actual experience and things or having conversations with people about what sex really is, watching something like that is really damaging. Uh, Cause it makes you think that, certain things happen and don't happen and it's just all those things are for a camera it's like it's it's fake like, super fake yeah it's so it's so fake like all uh, of it. even even the boner is not real like literally you know so what i feel fake. i feel you on that super damaging uh to some people also i think for when you're growing up and that's the first thing you see and then you, that's just in your head of like what porn's supposed to be like and then you think like some dominatrix girl is just gonna show up and then like be flipping all over the place and like do this crazy shit and then but she's really just like they're like i don't know what to do either so it's yeah. just like very <laughs> goes for it. so i think that it's just not real i think a lot of people have to just know that it's not it's realistic not any realistic no. and i also think it contributes to women feeling like they have to moan all the time and there's Make just noises like and, yeah. go in the bowl orgasm should go in the bowl because um it's there's a very unrealistic view between men and women on what they think 
it's like when a woman orgasms or how how likely it's happening or how like mm-hmm. what she does. Um, and it's I think because over time that pressure with porn and feeling like you're supposed to be like that, that girls just naturally have adopted um, their like MO as constantly playing that character. Mm-hmm. And then your orgasms aren't real, but you've convinced your partner that your orgasms are real all the time. And that's mm-hmm. like more sex. Because you're mimicking the porn. Yeah. Yeah. And then it feels awkward if you're not doing anything. I remember I had a friend who was like, oh, he had a girlfriend for a long time. And then when they broke up, he's like, it's okay. I always called her silent or so- something like that. And I'm like, Sounds what are you talking like- about? And he's like, she was just fucking mute all the time. We had sex. Like, she didn't want to vocalize it. And I'm thinking, like, no, she probably just never had an orgasm with you. And she wasn't <laughs> fucking lying to you about it. And so, so that's, like, the, the unrealistic expectation is thinking you're going to, like, put it well, in. And it's going to be like, that, like oh! women are supposed to be like yeah. that. Yeah, exactly. But really, she's like, okay, I think I feel something. <laughs> so mm-hmm. It's, like, it's just not realistic, unfortunately. Mhm. 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 It does right, shape a lot of our lives. Think about it. I think that it contributes to like, like the proliferation of, of porn over decades has contributed to like TV shows injecting that kind of shit into their shows because they know people watch it. Like Game of Thrones became mm-hmm. like softcore porn at porn. some point, yeah. and it was like that's actually a reason why I stopped watching it about three seasons in because I was like, this is. Like, why am I sitting around with a bunch of my friends watching this medieval thing that is basically just a softcore porn movie? Like, why why are we all doing this? And I actually I to that it. effect, Kari, I remember watching. I don't remember what show on Netflix, but it was a show, and the premise of it was like these kids were in high school or whatever, and it immediately just had like so much sexual activity in it that I turned it off, and I was like, why is this a? Why are we doing this? Like, <laughs> if you're making a TV show, why don't you just make it about fucking college age age students? If this is really yeah. what you want the direction of the right. show to go on, but how fucking weird that like. Child porn is illegal everywhere, basically. But then we have TV shows where teenagers are literally having softcore porn on the TV and we're watching it. But that's totally normal and acceptable because somebody wrote it. Like, it's just, it's weird to me. And I'm like, I don't understand shows like that. I'm like, what? Like, I get why they're doing it, of course, because yes, you're right, Kari. Like, they're bringing in those views and people are watching it. But like, I immediately turned it off and was like, this is awkward. How weird. I like to watch shows with sex scenes in it. It doesn't turn me off to it, believe it or not. There has been some shows where I'm like, if they lost that aspect, I probably wouldn't watch. (laughs) Yeah, it's not that I'm turned off personally by sex scenes. Like, it's not that. But, like, when you're talking about a show and people are in high school, I just find it really inappropriate. Yeah, absolutely. But then that also brings up the topic of, like, the labeling of some of these videos. Like, the fact that like teen is its own subcategory and yes of course they mean like teen like a teen body but we still know what that means it's still linking people like girls to look like they have a teen body and like you know nothing there and with the pigtails and the braces and I understand it it's a fetish so it's like a weird line there but again it's labeled teen and to me I think it's just like feeding into a lot of people's um (coughs) dark fantasies like more you know on the pedophile side of things yeah Mm -hmm. things can get real creepy real fast with porn and i think that's what is crazy about it you know before the internet everybody had their little secrets locked away you know yeah like no one talked about weird stuff they were into and then the internet happened and then it fucking exploded and you know now here we are cats out of the bag it's like that for basically everything Everything. Pretty much. Every every little niche thing now has a platform. Like, um, innocent teen railed my grandpa. It's like shit like that. And I'm like, we think what are you watching? No, that's just really the name of the shit's real. That shit is real. Thousand percent. Yeah. But you know, it's difficult. I did watch that documentary about Pornhub, and that gave me a different perspective for like a lot of sex workers. Um and seeing their side of things, but then also hearing from the other side and how there's really no regulation when it comes to sites like Pornhub. Sometimes they're not going to take your video down, even though your rape was captured, like videotaped, and you've told <coughs> from that. They still, you know, sometimes don't take it down. So 
it's a it's a tricky half and half kind of situation when it comes to that. Didn't yeah. they get in a lot of trouble for that and like lost a lawsuit or something? Yeah, I, I saw some articles about it. Yeah, they, but they had, to, they had to take down like seventy percent of their accounts or something that were on the website. But yeah, then I also feel for the people that do this on cam and the privacy of their own home, they're comfortable. They feel like it empowers them, and then they suffer from certain regulations. So it's like, where do we draw the line? Where do we find a line that's comfortable to everybody? I think that's why OnlyFans was really created, right? Because it's taking the, it it took it out of the hands of other people and kept it in the hands of the people who were creating the content. So I think that what we have is just an adaption of an industry. And like, you know how many people now, there's so many more people in porn now because they're in control of their own stuff. Like people mm-hmm. who, you know, they love doing sex work, but it was like, you have no control over your stuff once you, it's filmed, it's put out there. And now we're living in a world where like, it's taking that back. It's not about the industry is making a buck. It's about the individuals now. And they can do it from their, from home and not have it put on fucking <laughs> hub. Well, that's right. not also- Own their content. It's not all entirely sex work with OnlyFans. There are those women who will like sell fucking their that one lady who was selling her farts in a jar and was making like fucking hundreds of thousands of dollars. Oh, the, no, it was the bath waters or bath the bath water. water. Yeah, yeah, making hundreds. No, there's of also thousands a of fart girl. Was there? A fart there's girl? also yeah, a fart girl. I, yeah, yeah, I remember that. One. But they're two different people, though, right? I believe I think so. so. I don't. I, I don't know. But it's it's the fetish category. So yeah, it's not sex. It's not just porn, but it's like a fetish category. It's like making money off of <clears throat> other people's fetishes. Listen, like sometimes people just want to look at your dick and be like, "Wow, you're so small, you piece of shit." Oh yeah, so, like they do the dick ratings. Yeah, people like send them maybe fifty dollars if you rate my dick. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. There's all sorts <laughs> of weird stuff out there, and I think more power to the people who can make money off of situations like that. You know what I mean? Like yeah. there that's the Amer the American dream, literally. It's to sell feet pics online and uh, you know buy everything you want the on American Amazon. dream. <laughs> it is the realistically I think I'm employed by my feet. The American dream isn't to come to America, go to school, become a doctor, be hundreds of thousands of dollars inside debt, and then like, you know, try to start a family. That's not the American dream in there anymore. The American dream is to come here, make as much money as you can to do the least amount of work as possible. And Mm -hmm. that is sometimes fee picks. See, I thought the American dream was to come to America, become a doctor, get hundreds of thousands in debt, and then have to sell feet picks to make the money back to pay off. That also happens, yeah. Yeah. Oh my God, there was recently a plastic surgeon lady who was doing her surgeries live on TikTok, and they took away her uh, her (laughs) Yeah. Why? That they should. Why? (laughs) Because you can't do that. You you can't do that. You can't be like live streaming patient surgeries that's like that's like that's HIPAA people violations don't know who it is and you don't see their body but if you're just matter. in the organs it's yeah, a sign of Brie. Brie, would you want them to do it to you would you want someone to if, the, if no one saw my face knew it was me and they didn't see my body they were just looking at my insides yeah i don't care I think it like it was like the phone camera was just above her as she's like working. Oh. You know what I'm saying? Like it was not like weird. they see your face like jerking around when they're like sawing into your stomach <laughs> and they're like, oh. no, yeah, that I wouldn't be tubes. happy about. I'd be yeah. like, can you, can you like a little emoji over me? Are you telling me that you like okay? The big smiley face emoji. Over it. Yes. <laughs> oh my god! Could you imagine if they start sending gifts and you get little cowboy hats on you? <laughs> Sunglasses like when they down. donate the yeah. money on TikTok, yeah. <laughs> I got a swan. Oh, every shit. every thousand dollars in super chats, it plays the little buzzer from Operation. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, Tony, we didn't get your opinion on porn, and then we'll move on to the next one. I think to a point. I mean, it's fine. There, are, there's a lot of people that take advantage of people. And there is a lot of trafficking involved in it. And a lot of that has more to do with like the webcam style thing. And there's always somebody off to the side that you can't see. That's kind of forcing that person to do that, that kind of thing. But it is incredibly unrealistic, just porn in general. And you have to look at our society and we just like unrealistic things. We have unrealistic expectations for everything. I mean, like, 
we just said, we want the American dream to be to do as little work as possible and make as much money as possible. It's just completely unrealistic. Everybody wants to be the next Mr. Beast or the next uh, fucking who PewDiePie or who else, you know, know, we're just just trying to make it as YouTubers. We just, we want to, we want to be able to get to the point where we can just fucking throw away money and crash two Lamborghinis into each other and laugh about it. And have fun. Yeah, it's just enough to not stress and to have the freedom to live life. Like, not be like, oh, I can't because I have to be stuck in this building for this long and look through a window to see the light of day. Right, but I mean, you look at it, it's in everyday life, like movies like Enzo had brought up earlier in like the eighties and kind of into like midway into the nineties and especially the seventies, all like horror and action movies had titties all over the place. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And now it's just, everything has to have murder in it. Like every fucking movie has to have some type of death scene has to have some, and then they hint at the sex, but they get you there with, you know, like you were saying, Barbie, Margot Robbie's Barbie, and now people are calling Margot Robbie mid on Twitter for some fucking reason. What does that mean? Mid? Mediocre. Yeah, like that she doesn't actually look good, because once her makeup's off, she, yeah, she's just mid. She's mid. And she's like, definitely not. I think she's so pretty. I can't actually think of a prettier actor. Actress. But that's also a part of Instagram kind of fed into that unrealistic look and how people should look. And, that's just social yeah, media like, in general and people posting oh, these unrealistic photoshopped bullshit. Mm-hmm. Which brings me to another point, I shall say. Because mm. of the unrealistic view, or I should say people and their body types and what they're doing on porn, so many females, I we didn't know this was a thing until like a long time ago, a while ago. So many people get like their clitoris clips clipped and stuff like that, or like, like their yeah. outer labias clipped to look like a certain, um, just visually to look like that very basic, like everything's inside. Uh, I don't know how to describe this without being Gra- roast beef graphic, yeah. Uh, yeah, definitely no roast beef. Um, roast beef. People are going so extreme to looking like that because they think that their vagina is supposed to look like the girls on porn, not knowing mm-hmm. that even a lot of those girls have already done those surgeries themselves. Have surgeries, yeah, themselves, but, yeah. Like that's that's just really sad to me. Yeah. All, well, that's the world. The world is a sad, horrible place. Matter. Yeah. Social media I remember when bad. Jamie and I saw the, the wall of all of the different things and we were like, wait, what? Literally, we saw, yeah, like a wall of different like vagina castings and then we were like, mm. wait, what? And like we were genuinely like, we didn't know all vaginas, like they all look, it's literally like a fingerprint. It's completely different. Like not two vaginas will ever look the same. They are all so drunk. And it so much depends on like so many different factors, like your body type, like it has, and it has nothing to do with what people think it does. Like a lot of people are like, oh, your vagina is like that because you had a bunch of sex. Like that's not, your vagina is a muscle, a muscle, muscles, you're working it out. It just makes it stronger. It's the outside of it, your skin, like just like, you know how like boobs sag or like you get bags under your eyes. So does your fucking vagina. Well, sometimes that's just how it's, it's built. Like it's built that way. Exactly. It's not that anything happened to it. There's just more skin, and and not everything is like in a closed thing. It's not everything out is there. tucked in. It doesn't. Yeah, look like a weird, people, you don't look like Barbie. You don't look like you have yes, a Barbie. And that's exactly. the thing. Yeah. We learned that actually most women don't look have like Audis. Barbie. Yeah, they have Audis. They have Audis, not Innies. And that they have but a hard time wearing underwear. underwear you don't know that yeah i didn't know that i had no idea first of all because i don't wear underwear but women sometimes who are have more down there can't wear underwear properly because it like hangs out the sides that ain't fair and people don't talk about it it's like a weird cool. thing that people don't talk about it's like period said, they're no like just get blue no they go yeah go have a surgery get taken care of so maybe they should just surgery. Maybe they should just bring more realism in it, and then it won't feel 
um, maybe it won't be so like damaging to people yeah. and their self-esteems and also their relationships with other people if it is more realistic. Because it also goes into like desensitizing. Like you think the craziest shit needs to happen to get like mm -hmm. turned on kind of thing. You know what? Support your local OnlyFans artist. That's what I have to say. I think that's what everyone should do. Nice. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Pay for custom Down with big content. corporate. Kari, yeah. do you have any other thoughts? No, other than social, social, social media. <laughs> well, no, it's so social media, for example, is feeding into this kind of false perception mm. that everything needs to look a certain way. And uh, you guys just said basically what I think. So yeah, <laughs> I'm good. Like we've covered, we've covered it. Whether you agree. want to or not. Yeah, we've so covered a lot new, of different this aspects. This is our new tagline. I oh, always yeah. learn so much watching the show, whether I want to or not. I recently saw a podcast clip. I love that TikTok does that. And this girl was saying that, and she's a, a porn star, and she was saying that there's such a big difference in American, um, the American industry than in Japan. And she said in Japan, they treat you like a goddess, but that's because you're nonstop, like, they book you for an entire day and it's just like you're pounding from the beginning of the morning all the way to the end where here it could take like hours and different scenes to create just one scene like different times and in japan mm -hmm. they're just like fucking working you it's like get it get it get it get it get it yeah and it's that was scary to me that thought was very scary to me like what well, you like, have to remember no there's like so like so like, yeah but you have to remember so like here we have like rules and things of like breaks and lunch times and things and that kind of stuff is frowned upon in the Japanese culture because mm -hmm. it's like you're stronger by like oh I didn't take any breaks today I worked all day and only I only went to the bathroom once like that's their culture there it's not like it's so I different they here. like allow naps and stuff while they're working that's they in do. corporate culture they do in corporate oh, okay. culture they do because okay. it's a sign that you were are working really hard that you're mm -hmm. so exhausted that you passed out at your desk okay mm -hmm. okay that was my last thought all right next one next <clears throat> is hot topic punk rock oh <laughs> wow i mean uh, maybe once upon a time but so no. I think that Hot Topic <laughs> used to be the fucking place back in the day, a thousand percent. I used to get my Marilyn Manson shirts there. Like I was into it. But I think Hot Topic today, absolutely not. Because when I go in there, they have Hello Kitty. And I'm sorry, but Hello Kitty is in no way punk rock. <laughs> it's just not. It's not punk rock. All kinds yeah, of things. Too. It'll be like Minecraft things or oh, like... Yeah. Let's just color. say, like, Batman, for example. And then there'll be a bunch no, of, like... Batman's pretty punk. Batman Batman's pretty punk. I'm wearing a Batman top. Don't, don't yeah, but it's not punk Batman's rock. Not where punk it should be there. Rock. It should be, like, band tees. Ramones like, Yeah, it should be, like... like everything's plaid. Has color. On Batman is the only acceptable one because he's Manic somewhat kind of gothic. But... Razor. Pins. I'm just kidding. Your colored hair dye. Do you remember when people used to buy colored hair dye there? Because, like, they didn't have beauty supply stores for the gothics. They had to go... Mm -hmm. right. You get our nose piercings there. See, we, yeah, we have like a localized thing here called Tiger Lily, and they used yeah. to be like four Tiger of them. Tiger Lily is sold at Hot Topic. Mm -hmm. Oh, we have like the original. There's only one, and it's in Oxford, and I go in there all the time. And it's it's pretty cool. Like it's basically just like a bong shop now, and the tattoo parlor, and mm. then they have some shirts. But... Yeah, Hot Topic is basically Spencer's now. That's my best way. No, of that's a it. great. That's a great. Uh, yeah, pretty. Much. It's not what it used to be. But yeah, it's it's, it's very similar. Spencer's. It's like their... it's, it's it's like catchy. It's like it reminds me very like of a touristy store. You know what I mean? Like you're going in there for tchotchkes. You're not going in there because you're you're looking for a Ramones t-shirt. You're going in there for your little tchotchkes of stuff because you're you you have a. It's like a fandom store. Absolutely, yeah, like a you know what I think store. it is too. I think that, you know, there's a massive explosion of punk rock and emo until about 2010. Well, that, yeah. that, bu that bubble popped, and now they have, they have to stay afloat. So now they're selling all this brand stuff and all the fandom stuff. But the reason they don't, they're not, like, associated with the punk culture anymore is because the bubble popped and no one, you know. My Chemical Romance aren't the biggest band in the world anymore. 
Well, I, and I think a big part of it too is like the thing that was like cool about Hot Topic is it was like it's not like there was a lot of them everywhere. And I think what happened is when they really exploded and they they yep. became on every fucking corner, then like mm. it lost its appeal of being cool because they went from like having band tees to being like a Seven Eleven version of themselves, where it was like, well, right. we're just gonna put in here whatever is gonna make us money, and it's not necessarily the punk kids coming in here to buy T-shirts anymore. Mm. Right, because mm. back when I was in high school, we would go to we'd go to Hot Topic, get our fucking albums and shit, whether it be mm-hmm. the new Slipknot Iowa album that just came out or whatever just came mm-hmm. out, and then we'd go over to That's DC so Shoes and get some shoes and some buy a new skateboard, too. and then get kicked out of the mall for skateboarding in the mall. And now it's like if you go into Hot Topic, it's a bunch of just like plain looking people that are just like i'm buying this new album yeah like why it's on the fucking internet literally i think that hot topic was created because there was a group of people who wanted things and the store was made so that they can have all of those things and then unfortunately over time which is not there anymore yeah Oh, man, I remember that time Wait, I stole before, that bra from Hot Topic. That was fun. Before we move I was on. like, literally, I didn't want to bring it up. Hold on, Cry. I didn't want to bring it up. That's exactly what I thought of. So one time, Brie <coughs> was in Hot Topic, and she stole the bra. And I remember because I slid it to you under the door when you were inside the fitting room. Because <laughs> Brie would be like, I have three things to go try on. And then as the person walked away, I would throw the bra under the door. And I just put it on and left mine there. Yeah. It was really cool. It was like blue and it had like skull and crossbones all over it. Yeah. And I was like, sick. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the good old days. You get your uh, like studded belts and shit. Studded belts. Uh, studded belts. Uh, all the different oh color ponders. So, before we move on, what's yeah. your best punk album? Ooh. I don't know the album. Fuck. I could give Tsunami you Bomb. Um, I don't know the album, specifically the song uh, Going on 20. I was going to say No Effects, but I don't. I can't think of a particular album. But No Effects is like punk, punk. Punk, punk. Punk, punk. Is punk, black, punk. Black flag huh? for me. But black, black flag? Yeah. Alrighty, we ready? Yep. Cool. Good. Good conversation. That was fun. This, I this love is the not a UFO show. <laughs> I like when Brie allows me to reminisce. Oh. I'm always afraid it's... to bring up hilarious stories because I don't know if she'll like them or not. Is Bert and Ernie from Sesame Street really gay? <laughs> yes. Oh, oh. Absolutely. Definitely. Absolutely. 100%. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. The same way really? that Captain Kirk and Spock are gay for each other. Well, this is news. Uh, well... I'm no. Not wrong. Uh, Bert and Ernie sleep in the same bed. Yeah. Maybe they're brothers. It's, like, it's blatant. It's blatant but homosexuals, but they're the they're like, married. but it's not. But like it, the writing is literally homosexual, right. but like they're presenting it as straight, but it is one thousand percent homosexual. It is gay coded, if I've ever seen it on both fronts. And so, is that bad? Should that be taken off the internet then? Because it's trying to indoctrinize our children. No, I think that the reason it was written that way is because when the characters were first created that you couldn't be gay. And then I think probably the writers wanted to put some of themselves into these characters. And that is why you have Bert and Ernie, who are so very obviously were written after a gay couple, but they couldn't make it gay. So you have two Mm -hmm. characters who are very, to me, obviously gay. I think I've always thought, anytime I've ever seen them, I thought that they were that is so funny. I never thought about it until people started making a big deal about it. And I was like, mm. hmm, this is interesting. I mean, it's uh, it's two dudes that live alone together, sleep in the same bed. They do everything together. They fight argue like they're with married. Each other about yeah. Like, but then if you <laughs> like had two, it's two gay guys. If you had children, then would you not play that for them or would you not care? No, because I, I never cared care. about it. I was just like, yeah. Oh. I, that's what I'm saying. As a kid, I was aware of the fact that that they were like they lived together. Like that's mm-hmm. like, Damn. and it, it didn't do anything to me. I didn't like. It didn't make me gay. <laughs> it made me want to go. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I didn't watch Sesame Street as a kid. But that that I brings me to the point of Sesame Street creating a homeless character and then saying this is the first homeless character we've ever had, 
and everybody was like, Oscar the Grouch has been living Grouch. in a fucking garbage can yeah, for he's 40 literally years. Homeless. <laughs> literally. He's literally homeless. But they're like, oh no, we gave him a garbage can, so therefore it's yeah. technically not yeah, homeless. Yeah, He's it's got a home. shelter. He's got a shelter, yeah. There's a roof on his head. He chooses that then. Actually, I believe he technically has plumbing in there too, like when he goes into it, you know what I mean? Like he's like, he has a whole mm. setup down there. <laughs> there you go. It's like the TARDIS. <laughs> All right, ready for the next one? Yeah. We got mm -hmm. two kind of, you know... Not easy, but like safe. Ooh, is the Titanic haunted? Oh, thousand percent. I think that that Absolutely. was pretty obvious after Ocean Gate. So you guys yeah. don't. Hmm. Mm. I heard that Ocean Gate was a test from the aliens to see if we had empathy and that we didn't pass. Who'd you hear that from? <laughs> from TikTok. <laughs> oh, well, if TikTok said that, it must be true. I just I died laughing at that. I was like, oh. I mean, I have to show you guys yeah. something immediately. Okay. Um, I think that it has to do like this is just our fucking culture. I'm gonna I'm just gonna play it and hold it up to the screen, okay? Okay. Hold on. Oh yeah, they got the tattoo. <laughs> Under pressure. Under pressure. Under pressure. Oh, yes. Yeah. That is our society. So I can see how we didn't pass. Well, I mean, like, just, yeah, I'm like, can you imagine? I would not. I have mean, society is imploding, right? So. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. All right. So here's the deal with the Titanic. I think we've said this all a million times, especially on Bobby's Cryptid Corner. When tragedy happens, energy is trapped there in some way, mm -hmm. whether it be like the. The soul itself trapped there or the energy of the tragedy being tra trapped there relived over and over again um i think that if if the titanic was on the surface it would be haunted and i think it's haunted under the water it's just not really haunting people because who's like walking around the titanic at the bottom of the ocean nobody so i don't think i don't think it's something that like we're, it's not like we're gonna have haunted paranormal stories about the titanic at the bottom of the ocean like because no it's not like someone's going down there with an evp being like hey is there anyone here? Like, yeah, yeah it, so it's like, not the Queen Mary. So no. maybe so James Cameron should go do that. He should, in all honesty. Um, I, I think so that it's a thousand haunted. percent has potential to be haunted. So I wouldn't say that it's not haunted, whether we have evidence of that or not. I think that we know that when tragedy strikes and life is taken, that hauntings can occur. So I would imagine with how many people are at the bottom of the ocean with that boat. Yeah, there's at least one ghost, at least. Do you think it'll just like haunted then as the location and that's why they they died and maybe another sub sometime will go down there again and something awful will happen there like yeah that's just what happened we're talking about that literally just happened ocean gate <laughs> do you think one day we'll have the technology to actually bring that ship up and then like no. dock it somewhere right. and have people go it's, through it so so the problem different it's pieces it's decaying so it's, too quickly is yeah it? so yeah the problem with it is is that there's a, a fungus that's on the bottom of the ocean that literally eats fungus metal and, and, and within maybe like the next hundred years the titanic won't even be there anymore yeah how sad then they should start pulling pieces out they have been they have a whole museum but they're not going to send anyone down there anytime soon because a tragedy just literally happened. So yeah. I think they're, and they were bringing up the pieces yeah. of that. All right. Next one. It, it was a crushing blow to the industry. A... Under pressure. Okay, this is about the Confederate flag. I think what? that it shouldn't be That's around. Is. The con just says down the with flag. all flags. I think yeah, flags are stupid. Confederate flag being used. I think all flags are dumb. Death to flags. That's I mean, death it's, to a, flags. it's a flag for something that literally hasn't existed since 1865. Wait, wait, so, sorry. wait, wait. Point you're not around flag. here. Death to all of them. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Fuck these people. Yeah, both of that. Uh, it's very, it's more prominent in the South. I didn't see a single Confederate flag in my travels. Well, well you didn't a lot of Trump flags, though. So, I mean, so what's the difference? Well, I've seen a lot of 
<clears throat> I don't think I've seen a lot of Confederate flags. Oh, look, I've been all who, over the fucking south. Up. I think that I... the Confederate flags a few years ago, a lot of people had them, but I think slowly as time is going on, they're they're becoming more and more less out there, which I think is a good thing. But yeah. like I said, I'm down with all flags. All I hate all flags equally. You're flagist. I'm a I used to love no, the band anti-flag. That's a red flag. Yeah, I'm anti-flag. Yeah, the only flags I like are red flags. <laughs> I um didn't really see them at all here in California, but then when I moved to Florida, every fucking license plate, every belt buckle, the t-shirts, the flags, uh, people's stickers, everything was the Confederate flag. Oh. Mm. I told you he was cooking up something nice. And not no, meth. You don't use all caps. People are gonna think that you're me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Florida true. is really. Um, they're not letting it die. Orange. You know what? Florida can actually. On the topic of that, real quick. Did you know that recently in Florida, because of all the bills that were passed with DeSantis being a fucking piece of shit, that um, insurance companies are now no longer insuring people's homes and properties and are either not renewing or completely dropping people in general so that people like literally right now currently a hundred thousand homes are not insured that was i believe that that was hurricane season yeah all state Mm -hmm, exactly brie exactly they're real pissed they're like oh oh really desantis you you want to play they're like let's go do you know what's scary about that the there's like record level heat in the shallow water of the shelf right now which is yeah, wasn't it like 98 the, degrees for an hour or something what, one yeah. of the buoys was 98 degrees that was five foot deep in some water that's like 30 feet that's deep. fucking but gross it the fact that we're going into what could be a really explosive hurricane season and they're dropping all of the ho- housing insurance like that's messed up well, like well, some of our video has been used in insurance claims so it's it's like yeah. Mm-hmm. Crazy. What was the topic you played? Uh, I forgot. The Confederate, Confederate flags. flags. Oh yeah, Confederate we're over flags. it next. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We're 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 rolling through these buddies. Good. Yeah. Buddy old pals. Sometimes we only do like fucking three topics at most. <laughs> yeah. This is the same fucking things. Submarine Ocean Gate. I thought we talked about oh, that. I love that. We did. Did we put it back in in case you it was must have put update? it back in? So toss we it. Have. We have. All I'm gonna say before I move on is that I saw the wreckage pieces that they brought yeah. up, and I don't believe the narrative anymore. Ooh, okay. Oh, actually, before we move on, I, I, I saw a video that had it had like the transcript of the communication between the boat and the sub. That wasn't real. That wasn't real. That, that was wasn't real. real. No, it was absolutely not real. Isn't that suck? You can't believe anything anymore. Uh, I know. And, well, it was 100% thing, said, not real. It was saying yep. that the, they heard noises and then they slowed down. And then tried and to then... know. So somebody took James Cameron's story that he was talking about, about how he thought what happened and then put it into a transcript like that and then put it on the internet and then people went fucking wild with it. But also it was like the same thing with like one of the banging sounds. They had like a certain banging sound that was all over the internet and it was from something completely different and not from Ocean Gate. But because they put like Ocean Gate on it, everybody was like, oh my God, look, it sounds like they're banging SOS. And it was like, this video came out like four days ago or something. It was like way after Nope, no. I saw that transcript while they were still underwater on TikTok. Okay. Interesting. It might not be the same I transcript. I don't but... understand why people go out of their way to do shit like that. Because, oh, man. Uh, Wait, hold on. I'll give you one more good example. Trump, yeah. So, you know the Took crazy me. plane lady last week that everybody was talking about? She's in the pool. I just don't know when we'll pull it. I know, but let me just say, so a crazy person on TikTok made a TikTok video claiming he was on the um, plane and he had seen the eye blink sideways. And that's when everyone was yep. like shapeshifter. Then he came back on the Internet and was like, you guys, I was absolutely not on the plane. And I was just making up a fucking story. And now now that's like the whole narrative of the fucking thing. And it yep. literally was not the person wasn't even on the plane and had nothing to do with it. Wild. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm over life. These hoes are crazy. It's all I got to say. It's weird how people just believe things off the internet. One of my favorite topics, the Mormons. Ooh, Ooh, the Mermans. (sighs) Brandon Fugel has entered the chat. 
<laughs> um, here's the deal. <clears throat> I think that I am very glad that I live in a country where people have religious freedom. But unfortunately, I think within all religions... The CIA has censored this broadcast. Ooh, did I pause? Yeah. With all religions in the world, there are people who take advantage of the situation and turn it negative. And I think that, unfortunately, with things like Mormonism and, you know, some other, you know, more culty ones, it happens a lot more frequently. Um, I think it happened a lot more frequently in the past than it is now in the Mormon culture, because I think we're a little bit more woke with the internet and people are a little bit more realizing the things that are going on. I'm not saying that it's not happening completely, but... Um, it's unfortunate. Because the FLDS is under is under Mormonism. Yes, it is. Um, but and there's so many people writing. who there's so many people over the past ten years though who have left it though who would have come out against it is what I'm saying. Like whereas before it was like a, a lot of people who were in that situation they weren't coming out of it, and I think that people are actually coming out of it now, and like are more aware of the situation because so many people have come out and said that these things happen and these things are wrong. So I think that we, there's a shift in in the frequency i just i just i don't think it's happening as much because i think people are just more aware of it now i'm not saying that not it's not not happening it's most definitely happening but i think that there's not as many victims as there could have been in this newer age where we have people who are a lot more aware of what's going on in there so unfortunately i think mormonism falls into any of those religions that can be taken culty and taken out of context what sucks about the mormon religion is that one of their fundamentals is that you have multiple wives and part of those multiple wives are people who are younger. You go younger and younger mm -hmm. as time goes on. You start marrying 14 year olds and 13 year olds and things get real crazy and stuff like that. Um, and then you have the side of Mormons who have completely cast that out and they're like, that's not part of our religion. Like our religion's normal and every, it, and so it's, uh, it's a hard one. And I think that it happens in every religion that you have a split of people who take it way too fucking far and people who are doing it completely fine and normally within the regulations of our constitution. And I have no issue with them whatsoever. Yeah. I'll say like the Mormons that don't do that shit and are normal fine i leave you alone but i think that there is so much happening in this country with the flds and it's alarmingly scary and the people that do get out are because they literally escaped and a lot of them have tried multiple times i do like that there's a lot of documentary and like shows where you can watch about it now because people are trying to get it out there um because especially in middle america you don't have as many eyes watching you and in some towns most of them are, are all run by the flds the stores the children are like forced to work but they own the store and they get like maybe cents on the dollar everything else is going back to the church or to the main person and they're just like taking over areas and a lot of times law enforcement is t tied into that so there's no one to call no, if you like, are a 12 year old no. escaped there's no one to call if you call the cops and so, they all belong to the church as well so I will and the say, fact so, that they kick out young boys that look attractive too because they don't want like the competition, competition. just like boot them so, it's just like one thing yeah one thing a lot of people don't realize about the mormons is how much land and property and businesses they own like you'd be really fucking shocked if you looked into like their books and stuff like that like they literally almost own one of the entire islands in hawaii like it's not a joke like literally yeah. they have a huge compound there and a hotel and from the outside it looks like normal businesses that people go to but realistically they're all ran by these like really incredibly like cultish mormon people um and they do things like pay tidings where like you have to give up 10 percent of your earnings of every paycheck to the church and then the church uses that money to go buy those things and then they entice you with like well if you're part of the church you can go stay at this hotel for free in hawaii so you'll see like a lot of mormons vacation at certain places and like they all do the same thing it's because all of that stuff is owned by the mormon church sounds like scientology it's very yeah. reminiscent of Scientology. it is but scientology doesn't seem to weave in child brides no they just no. like and the that's celebrities. the biggest no, thing like for me. Child like slave labor instead. Yeah, the slave labor part, yes, but the the young brides and the like growing up as a child, knowing that you're going to be given to this 78 year old man, and you're going to have sex with him. You're going to do weird shit with him. 
Um, and just, you know it's what just that awful. sounds like. like it's like then you get beat for saying something that is questionable about it. You try to escape. They catch you. And it's like your mom is the one that called on you. And then you're going to mm-hmm. get beat again. And it's just all of that is so surprising that we give like Islam such a hard time. But they're not doing that. But, yes, they do. But, but yet some of the same shit is yes, happening in middle America. What you're talking about, though, Tony, is the same is exact ISIS and the Taliban exactly. in Afghanistan extreme. do the exact I'm just same saying, exactly. we give it a hard time, and it's not even on our soil. In both Western and Eastern religions? In all religions, that was my point, is there's extremists in every yes. fucking religion. Like, even the Christian religions, like, they got some fucking wacko fucking doodles out there. My favorite the are the ones on, on TikToks where they do, like, the... The revivals, I think, are what they call them, and they do like the holy Jesus thing, and the people like fake the fucking seizures, and like you oh, know, that's a like, Southern Baptist yeah. thing. Yeah. yeah, it's great. I love it. It's such the a snakes. it's such a play. It's a play. Yeah, it's great okay, performance well, art. I'm just saying that I think that some of the extremisms that happen in Islam, we make a really big deal about, but we seem to turn a blind eye to the fact that that is happening as well, and maybe even on a larger scale. Children indoctrinated at birth in middle America. And we just turn a blind eye to that. They can own acres, thousands of acres in the middle of nowhere in middle America to create their own compounds, their own towns. And we have no idea. We don't go out there because it's protected in the name of religion. But really, it's child abuse, sex trafficking, really Mm -hmm. giving away children to these older men. And that's my problem (laughs) that we like really need to start pulling eyes on our own land, I think. Um, Yeah, that's a big problem with America in general is that we constantly want to solve everyone else's problems and just are fucking blind to our own here. Like, it's fucking insane that we just passively look over the homelessness, the 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 child, the children who need to be adopted, the drug addictions that happen here, the mm-hmm. issues with our healthcare system, issues with our political system, and but we have the right to go and judge like other countries, like oh sorry, we need to step in and help you out, bitch. We we got our shit together. Our own shit. Like why are we exactly. getting in other people's business all the time? It's like that well, advice because that they tell we just people, have to sometimes to people that don't have their shit together. So why would another country take advice from us when we obviously don't have our shit together? Mm-hmm. We got uh, a savior complex, I think, as well. Yeah. Anyone yeah. else got any thoughts on that? Wait, wait. So, go- Gobstopper in the chat has an interesting point. I've never seen Tony actually play that guitar because I don't play it. Why do you? It's have a collector. It? It's a collector's. Because I was gonna learn during the uh, the COVID, and then I didn't. That was three so years. Now it hangs there. Respect. Yeah. Can you play anything? You know what? It looks really cool on the wall. Strum it. But no, I can't play anything. Uh, During the COVID, I picked up sewing, and I don't do that anymore. During the lockdown, I picked up being a good person, but I don't do that anymore. Oh, that's a stretch, (laughs) Kari. I don't know if it's that. I really fucked around during COVID. It was like the... It really... Did you go hang out at the French Laundry with Gavin Newsom? I wish. Daddy Gavin. Mm. <laughs> he's so hot. I'm not gonna lie. I agree. He's he's a, mm-hmm. my favorite thing in the world: professionalism with clothing and in emails. Ooh. Clothing can also stem can also stem into the branch of like tattoos, piercings, hair color. So, um, I think that it was totally acceptable like ten years ago to want people to dress a certain way and look a certain way because it was part of our culture. But I think because of how diverse people are today, I find those things stupid. I show up in sweatpants, and I'm not going to do my job better just because I have slacks on and dress shoes. I would actually argue the fact that I would work more if I was in my goddamn sweatpants. And so I, I am a anti. Um, rules to what your appearance needs to be more specifically i do not work with the public let me just put that disclaimer out there i am not a hostess i don't work at like a hotel i think that that's different when you're supposed to be the face of something that yeah you should probably look a little bit more presentable i work in an office and i talk on the phone to people all day long it does not matter what i look like so i think that context is very important in that case um 
just like when I'm at home, I don't wear makeup. I don't put my bra on. I don't do things. But, like, I put my bra on when I have to go outside and, like, interact with other human beings because, like, that's what we're supposed to do. As much as I don't want to wear my bra, I also don't want them to be like, that lady wasn't wearing a bra. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so I'm just, I, the whole, I get the professionalism thing in the right context, a thousand percent. Here's a good example. So, what you guys are wearing right now, would you have worn that to contact in the desert? I did wear this. Exactly. But that's because I'm, that's because I'm being like really comfortable and like I like to dress cute. So. And I'm wearing what I wore to work today. And it says assholes live forever on my shirt. So and also because it's hot as balls. So anything it's I wore, I had to be like sleeveless. Yeah, it's very it's hot, warm. Very hot here as well. But yeah, I think professionalism, it's all about context when it comes to what it is you're yeah. talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, I also think that people's different versions of professionalism are incredibly different. I would not dress up in slacks and a business suit every day at work. I just would not, nor would I in any fucking context ever, because it's not my style. Um, I can dress up, but that doesn't mean that I'm going to be wearing like slacks and like dress shoes and a fucking white button up shirt and a fucking beret running around. That's not my fucking (laughs) style. I think that it's unrealistic for people to be super specific with their types of like rules about what they want people to wear, because I think that everyone's idea of what professionalism and style is, is completely fucking different. Well, think about if you work in an office, say you work in high tech, you go into the office every day, you have your own, maybe your own cubicle or even your own office. You're not seeing the general public every day. Yeah, but exactly. yet, in order to walk into your office, you were required to wear shoes, this attire, like nice yeah. shoes, slacks, a button-up shirt, and a tie. It's ridiculous. Well, the tie is like the, you know, an old symbol of uh, wealth and class. Yeah. So. I'm just, yeah. but now, but things have changed. I also think style has changed, and like, mm-hmm. I think even if you know it's just like the idea of of men having to still wear ties and a button-up shirt and slacks and just to work on the computer in an office all day it just doesn't make sense to me it's so stupid yeah yeah i agree and like yeah. the just tattoos like not a lot of companies don't like you having different colored hair don't mm-hmm. like you having piercings people like cover up I mean, okay, even if you work in a restaurant, it's a restaurant. Why can't you have tattoos? Why do you have to cover up your tattoos? That's like a why uh, do you have to hide your piercing? People don't know this about In N Out, but you will notice it now. So In N Out is owned by a group of privately owned company by Christians. If you look at the bottom of all the cups, they have like uh, Bible verses and stuff. But even in the all of their employees do not have tattoos or piercings. If you look at the actual employees they do not hire people with tattoos that are visible or facial piercings that's right when is it in and out that we we drove to mm-hmm. i don't remember seeing any of them having tattoos no no tattoos no, no piercings because you can see through the windows where they were preparing the food right yeah, they yeah. will not hire you if you have a visible tattoo it's just it, they will not hire you they won't I say that think... outright but like they they will not hire you if you have a visible tattoo Oh, yeah. Even, like, my old job, they wanted you to look cute all the time. Like, they wouldn't always say it, but they'll say it without saying it or say it behind Mm -hmm. your back. Mm -hmm. And there's plenty of times where someone was, like, able to do their job, but they had crazy hair and they had a lot of piercings and a lot of tattoos. Mm -hmm. And I just don't think that's fair because would you rather just a warm body that looks like it's just going to sit there with a suit but then, like, not be able to help you or do anything? I think a big part of it realistically at the end of the day, Brie, is that people like to have control over people. And when you have control over people, they're easier to control. And so I think that it's it's a big part of it is, is like you're confiding to them. It's like when you're in a company, you dress the way they want, you look the way they want, you are part of that team. And I think that that's that corporate really, culture. Exactly. I think that that's a big driving point behind it. Like they want their people to look a certain way. Like I want all of my employees to be blonde and skinny and this and Unfortunately, that's a real thing, and that happens inside the workforce. They want people to look a certain way, regardless mm-hmm. of if they interact with clients or not. They, you know, it's easier to control people that way. When you're already controlling how they dress and how they wear their hair, it's really easy to control how they think. Well, there are a lot of other companies that I think are pushing boundaries, and then they became they become a place where people want to work. Uh, like Whole Foods, for example, great grocery store, but also people loved to work there because they didn't ban 
or put regulations on your tattoos and your piercings and your hair color. Where if you walk into another store, uh, I'll say like Safeway, for example, there are going to be some type of boundaries for what you can look like or show on your body. Mm-hmm. Um, and even like with with Apple, I remember my dad telling me like way back when he worked there that one of their engineers who was like a really high up there guy wouldn't wear shoes. And he was allowed to do that. He was allowed to just show up barefoot and work because he does his job really well. That it wasn't about the fact that he was wearing slacks and shiny black shoes. He was like, I'm barefoot. Like, I'm a barefoot hippie. But damn, do I do work on the computer? That's what I say all the time. Constantly when I'm at work, the reason why I can get work done is because it doesn't take me eight hours every morning to get ready. I show up to work. I do my job and my leave. It's not about my appearance or like what's like, it's just so much of a waste of time and energy to me to think that I need to get up an hour early, paint my face on just so that I can go in and do my job that I'm getting paid to do, regardless of what I look like at the end of the day, you know? Yep. Yep. Mm. And also in emails. That was also the professionalism was clothing and then all in emails. I'm never professional in emails. I'm a bitch and I just don't care. That's just. I would rather just be straight to the point and not like. I try not to use emails. Yeah, but sometimes in the corporate world, like you have to. Yeah. I do it all the time. Here's my best advice to people too. This is straight from my actual boss. Just ignore the email. Just ignore it. You could just ignore it. Yeah, eventually, either someone else will figure it out or they'll bug you enough that you have to do it, but just fucking ignore it. Just ignore them. It'll make them so angry. I don't have anyone to make angry, so I don't feel that way. It's more like just communicating. I would rather just be, like, myself communicating and not be um, super, like, like writing professionally, you know? Yeah. Well, a lot of times it's... in. An email just doesn't always explain everything, no matter how much you try to explain it. If you talk to someone on the phone or whatever, just walk over to their office and go, no, this is what it is, instead of 52 emails back and forth. Mm-hmm. No, I would rather email. I don't happen. want to talk to you on the phone. I don't like phone calls. Yeah, me either. I don't want you to call me. Send me an email. Email or text me, and I'll give you a response. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Don't be trying right, to call pull me. The, pull the last topic of the day, Bree. Ooh, that one jumped out, so I'll take that one. Got a jumper. <laughs> this is funny. This is actually the one that you had me put in today, Kari. Ooh. AI replacing news reporters. Ooh, so tell us about that because I am uninformed. So I saw an article. Um, From 1992? No, it was recently. Uh, sure. It was like the last couple of weeks. Sure. Where yeah, it, was, it was an AI expert talking about like, possible uses for AI and how it could possibly be used to phase out like physical people having to report the news where they could just use AI to create a person to say the news and you don't yeah. even need a human to be in the studio. Yeah, and it's like this that, it's the same way the same way that terrifying. people are making the AI like the ones that they talk to. Yeah, it would just be they would use an avatar, they right. would use a program that they could literally type the text into and then yeah. the fucking hologram person would read the goddamn news. But when you're think- removing the human element to to reporting the news, it can get very like uh programmable. So it can also, well, then, it can also you're assuming in... the news isn't already programmed as no, it is. No, I'm not. I'm not assuming it isn't already. But like, at least with Even humans, so. yeah, with humans, at least it's like, yeah, there's a problem, but there's also a way to fix it. Whereas if, if it was like a digital system, it's not going to fix itself. It's just going to do what it's programmed to do. So. so, okay. So here, here's the deal. We as a society want to automate things because we're lazy and we don't want to do everything <laughs> ourselves. Okay. Um, but we're getting to that point that's always been joked about in sci-fi films that we're going to automate ourselves out of jobs and things. Mm -hmm. And that's what we're doing. That's what it is. Like, not only could AI take over newscasters, but it could now do movies, right? Mm -hmm. It could also, it also, they don't even need writers. They could use chat GBD to write the fucking scripts now. Like, with music, we've talked about this before. There were there's a lot of AI programs out there that are you can write a song and then use that artist's voice to sing it. And then mm-hmm. that person never has to go to a studio ever again. They have to go once and record a bunch of random stuff so that they have all their things on, you know, 
on deck and then they could just like play a song with a piano with your fucking voice. That's the world that we're moving towards because that's what us as a society wants, unfortunately. And unless us as a society is not going to be lazy, we're just going to keep creating this technology. Like everyone gets mad about like the grocery store. I don't know if you have this in the UK, Kari, but here grocery stores, people don't like to go to them anymore anymore because they're self-checkouts and they're not Mm -hmm. using checkers anymore. But like this was the advancement of technology. Like this is now a way for the company to make more money. Like that's it's because we've become inherently fucking lazy. And it's not that us, the customers are lazy. It's that the company's lazy. They don't want to pay somebody to ring up your groceries. And they're like, well, you're here fucking anyways. There you go do it so many people want to be a newscaster they want to be like the the anchor man mm-hmm. like you know In good day San Diego. Mm-hmm. like that's you know and i think people also become accustomed to seeing their same newscaster i mean yeah but right. if you have like, an ai one that you have the same newscaster over eternities <laughs> no, you know I mean? no it's like, like seeing seeing the them age over years like here we've had like so like Trevor McDonald. Back when I was a kid, he wasn't that old. Now he's like old as hell, but like he's got the prestige of having visually done all of these things, and you can tell he's put his life into his work and stuff. Whereas yeah, but you AI, grew up with changing. that. Exactly. So it's a trust factor. Like growing up with an AI that's not changing, it removes the, again more of that human element of. Yeah, but it'll just Being be normal to the people growing them, like, up with hair it. and shit, or they make the back of their that's head look like a robot. That's, that's like, the we downside. Don't make, we don't want to make them yeah. look too real. We don't want people once you normal phase it out people. and normalize the AI for you know, like new generations, then it you know becomes mm-hmm. retro to, to say the news. There's already a bunch of kids who are currently addicted to talking to the AI on Snapchat. They have full blown like fucking hour long conversations with them. Mm-hmm. There's also kids that are addicted to TikTok, and I'm pretty sure you're one of them. I am one of them, and I have no issue with that. <laughs> all right, any other final thoughts about AI taking over the world? Um, <laughs> yeah, that's all. I mean, that's basically the plot of the new Mission Impossible. So, yeah, so there you go. Go, go, go see it, I guess. Those movies always warning us. Always oh. warning. Well, there's a, there's a one there's one a, bit where the, the direct- even this podcast should be in person, but it's online. Well, I I feel you on that, but the problem is is that we live across different countries, so it would be really hard to get us all in the same room every week. Yeah, California the is states, a different country. Yeah, there's California, there's Nevada, there's Texas, there's Tennessee, mean, can- oh, Texas, Kansas. Kansas, Kansas. I don't know why I said Tennessee. Yeah. Uh, there's the UK. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, speaking oh, of Twitch, though, Jerry, uh, who's omnipresent. Final thoughts about that. Uh, we were backstage watching a Mandy Moore music video, and we were having fun uh, <laughs> uh, talking shit about it. Well, such a great so introduction to it. We're thinking about maybe on Twitch and on Twitter because we won't get dinged for it. So not on YouTube, but doing a show where we get together and watch bad music videos and talk shit about them. So we're thinking about that. We'll let you guys know. But that sounds interesting to me. Mm-hmm. Those are my final thoughts of the day. I'll see you on Tuesday for Bobby's Cryptid Corner. Kari is the captain. And I'm I'm dreading it. Kari's birthday is Monday. Yay. My birthday yes. is Monday. I'm Yay. gonna do nothing. Send Kari birthday money so that Kari can go get uh, marijuana. Actually, no, send me birthday money so that I birthday. can go and annoy these people in person. <laughs> that, that would be good. Like that, just, that's what I need. Right? No, you just stay on like your side of the like world. Fifteen hundred pounds. Oh, thanks. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, Tony, any final thoughts? Uh, no, I guess we'll do uh, Bobby Scripted on Tuesday. Everybody enjoy your weekend. Try not to die from the heat. Uh, touch grass. Yeah. It's my five-year a wedding anniversary this weekend. Oh, happy five oh, years to breathe. Wow. Yeah. It's my... All right. Toodles. Toots. Toots. Toodles. Toots away. Okay. Uh, roll, roll the as beans. usual, as usual, I have a f- video to end the show with. Oh, God. oh God. I think worse and worse every time. I know. <laughs> Buckle up. <laughs> Buckle up. Cool.